She likes a podcast where you listen to this about talk about life, news, and anything interesting. Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of the Chillax Podcast. I hope all of you are doing well today. Today's episode is a little more personal than the usual one, and I've been thinking a lot about whether I should share this, and I'm not quite sure whether I've shared this in the past. Honestly speaking, I've been doing this for so long that I'm not sure whether I've like done an episode solely focus on this thing so for those who have been a long time listener sorry if i'm repeating stuff and sorry if i've done it before but today's episode really is very personal and i was afraid of getting judged and maybe that's why i i realized i didn't really spoke about this for quite some time and i was thinking about you know talking about it and today is one of those times that ah never mind let's just go ahead and talk about it i mean you all can be I don't know, honest, respectful, um, not be so judgmental about it. But okay, anyway, the topic, as you all can see from the podcast episode, is my superficial preference. And this really is all about um, the kind of people that I like. Like, you know, as you all know, I'm looking for a relationship right now. And there's a lot of, you know, conversations about what kind of preference do I like right like how does a person look how attractive the, a person is and it's always a common kind of topic I would say regardless whether is it me someone else my friend your friend whoever it is because at the end of the day looks are quite important and it can be quite controversial for someone who says like um I don't like ugly people I want a very pretty girlfriend or handsome boyfriend or whatever it is because people always say like, you know, this kind of superficial things will eventually fade, right? As you grow old. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we are still kind of superficial. It's not like you can say everybody. I think when people say everybody is beautiful, it's a little bit false. It's a bit fake. We all can kind of recognize that there's a certain level of universal attractiveness, right? People who are just attractive and there are people who are not. And of course, there are different ways you can look at attractiveness, physical superficial wise or it could be personality and everything and here i'm talking about more of the superficial kind and also more of the personality as well just overall um uh, uh in a holistic kind of manner talking about it but of course there's a kind of like a a deep dive into the superficial side in this episode and yeah at the end of the day i'm not going to lie i'm not going to tell you guys that oh no um i don't care about looks i i do and generally, I think there's this stereotype that all guys care about looks. I guess I'm not too sure, but I can only speak for myself, which is, yeah, it's true. I think, I, I wouldn't say I care everything. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, making decisions is not just a black and white kind of situation, right? There's a lot of different considerations, a lot of different factors. There's a weightage. Different factors have different weightage, right? In this case, like in the mathematics sense. So I would say... You know, looks-wise will be like, you will stand about like one portion, not major, but not exactly minor. But, you know, there are some certain criteria. And personality is also quite important because you have to live with the person, talk to the person every day. And that is also quite an important thing, right? And just values-wise, interest is also quite an important factor. Yeah. I think the reason why I want to talk about this is also, I think, seems like a lot of people in my life has become very um invested in my relationship finding a relationship for me and my colleague you know 
often ask me, oh, what is my type? Because they, they know that I'm single, then they try to like matchmake me at work and everything. And surprisingly, my office are very open. Like the company is very open to workplace relationship, which is very strange, very strange. But I mean, it's, it's pretty, I mean, I guess it's, it's a pretty true environment. So people are not so hostile. That's why these kind of things happen, right? But okay, my colleague has been asking me what is my type and everything. And this kind of made me think about what exactly is my type, right? Because my friends also asked me about this. And I can really think back very early on, like when I was young, the idea of a type really wasn't there yet. I mean, I haven't matured yet. Uh, Preference-wise, value-wise, haven't fully developed. But I know, I have an inkling, I kind of know that I have a leaning preference towards people who have like... um. Japanese or Korean features, typically the pale features, pale, pale looking kind, and they have the eye smile. That one was quite quite important. I don't think I was affected by the Korean K-pop thing. Like honestly, I wasn't listening to K-pop at all, but just the kind of feature that Japanese Korean have, like squinty eyes, that kind. And it it could also be a puberty thing, I guess. In this case, I generally find people. Just everyone just looks pretty cute and pretty different styles of look. Like there really wasn't a specific pref- preference. But if I was to kind of think back, like the the trend was kind of Japanese Korean. But overall, everyone just seems pretty nice. Like if people was nice to were nice to me, then like it was very easy to to kind of be attracted to other people. And you know everything was very much superficial. Then moving to poly, I don't think I kind of escape that puppy love phase is that even a phase or is that just a more of a something else because you know it doesn't help when you are low confidence as well i think even in poly and secondary school anyone that shows a modicum or like a small amount of interest i will immediately reciprocate and you know i will immediately be interested and this kind of like you know it's a it's quite a hot topic isn't it for those who are very familiar with online culture, Reddit culture, forum culture. They, they, there's this thing, you know, where there's this stereotype or meme about guys where um, they are so... They, they, they need you to be straightforward. They cannot... You cannot just show signs, very not-so-obvious signs and expect the guy to know. Because I think guys are just... just really kind of betrayed by all these kind of experiences, right? They... They maybe last time used to think that oh you know when people show a little bit of interest it means it means that you know people when people are friendly I would say yeah when people are a little bit friendly they will think that people are really interested right and and they have like kind of become like uh cheated by this kind of situation that actually is not real actually people are just being friendly that they just become like for my case I just don't care I just treat it as okay the person is being friendly. Instead of trying to like dissect, analyze, because I'll go crazy. Like I can't see the difference. I can't like see through the vines to to differentiate whether it's the person interested or not when the person are when the person is being friendly, right? So everything to me is black and white now. If you are if you are like you know showing interest, I'll just take it that you are if you are being friendly, I'll just take it that you are being friendly. There's no interest whatsoever until the person explicitly said so. And that makes it easier because you don't, you don't end up embarrassing yourself. I, hopefully I explain it well in this case. Yeah. 
So, you know, um, I was still very superficial in poly and it was until my internship that then I felt like I was developing my own identity and value that I was like moving away from superficial. I mean, I still am, but you know, there are more factors to consider. And there was someone that at, a, at my internship that I was uh, interested in and the person wasn't very attractive but her personality was very infectious life of the party type high energy but not so high to the point that it is exhausting for an introvert so for those who are introverted will know you know when you talk to people who are very high energy too high is very draining you need to be high enough to kind of bring your energy up and make you happy like for me it's, I work, it works that way like it needs to be moderately high so you know to pump me up like because otherwise you'll be very low and too high then you'll be very draining so there's a there's an optimum point so this kind of this kind of cement cement what cement what the heck <laughs> cement the fact that i wasn't purely interested in looks alone because um you know having this experience like this person was pretty nice she had she was friendly to everyone everybody like her and and in this case you know the personality was just very first time i see someone's personality literally carry or like it's the standout part about it like the person could be could, could look not that great but the personality really kind of pushed the points you know like plus five to her overall looks and i realized you know how personality is such an important factor isn't it that sometimes it's just you have to look past that yeah and you know once i reached uni i also you know kind of question like am i being too superficial like you know granted i feel that there's a degree of it when i when i'm using dating apps right there's no choice when you're using dating apps when i was using it in uni you know it's all looks kind of thing and real life physical situation i i know for sure i wasn't very fixated on looks alone just thinking about everything holistically it's just the nature of dating apps like i think dating apps recently you know using it since you need it has kind of forced me to really look at things from a purely superficial perspective especially on the app but at the end of the day if it's a real life scenario you kind of have more room to work with there's more things to consider which is nice i think but unfortunately in this kind of situation we have limited opportunities right i think a lot of people are for some reason it's just increasing occurrences like more and more people are finding their partners on dating apps and uh it can be a bit tough i suppose people say go you know do hobbies um i i, I suppose go volunteering and all these things i'm not too sure about that that i just never like going out so it's a bit tough you're kind of stuck in this position between dating apps and workplace and workplace even though my workplace en encourages it or allows it it's still a bit awkward i have to say yeah and beyond that um i suppose uni the uni time besides the dating app part uh i also kind of figure out you know what i was not attracted to like what kind of things am i not attracted to because kind of roughly now i have some sort of idea of what i'm attracted to and what i'm not attracted to like developing that part 
as far as the superficial side goes and the personality side goes. I think my poly experience uh, in an in a arts course has exposed me to um, a lot of females who have very strong identity, personality and very outspoken. They were very independent and well-spoken and um, kind of screwed with my, my, I don't know, my perspective, my preference in uni life. When uni is supposed to be like, a, you know, a good time to date and find your long-term partner, right? And I wouldn't say it's good, lah, to be honest. Like, it kind of made me refine my preferences. But what happened here was that, um, if, you, if y'all didn't know, if y'all go to poly and then you go to uni, it's like in poly, the girls was the m- more mature one because maybe girls mature or faster, right? And then the guys are not so mature. That's what my uh, poly lecturer told me. Girls mature, guys not so. Then in uni, right? It flips the other way around because guys go to army. But I think this is a very stereotypical way of looking at it. Because I think that you going to army is not necessarily going to make you more mature, but that's generally sometimes the case. So in uni, the, it's the flip side for my uni, la, for my uni, where the guys are more mature and the females are the one that doesn't really, um, are not very in- independent and they are not exactly sure of what they want. And, and that is very obvious, but I wouldn't say everyone because there are people who, there are females who are very like opinionated, independent, outspoken, and they, they knew what they want, which was good. They were very confident and it was, I think very attractive, I would say. And, um, and perhaps, you know, like what I say is like, it could be a school thing. I would, I, I, I would say that I'm not exactly in the top school and maybe it's the nature of the people who enters that school. And also it's a business course as well. So it's very different. The type of people who go to a business course is very different from those who are in the arts course. They are more outspoken. So I wasn't necessarily interested I wasn't interested lot in anyone. Perhaps a handful I think was interesting, like what I say, the confident ones. But usually they are already uh in a relationship really. And generally most of the people I would say are rather passive. And at this point, um I had I had like, you know, lived so long already, I have all these life experiences, childhood stuff and all, and my personality was very much developed at this point. And I Really, I kind of knew what I wanted in a partner, right? Where the relationship is more like a team, partnership, and someone who is independent with their own interests instead of someone that is dependent. That's not to say that dependency is wrong. I would say in a relationship, dependency is necessary. That's the point, right? To support one another. But the person needs to be independent and have their own thing, right? Like, what I really hated the most was the ones that are very clingy. Um, like, your life just revolves around your partner. And that's the wrong way to look at it, right? If you're separate, then how? Of course, you can argue, why are you talking about that? You know, we should be sticking together, that kind. But it, it's, it's so boring. Like, you just revolve around one another, right? But if you have similar interests and you revolve around each other, it's fine. I mean, that's, that's even better. But generally, that's not the case. And the fact that, you know, people are just, just didn't know what they want. I think that was the tough part. And um, this makes, makes it very challenging. I think at the end of the day, uh, there's, a, there's a give and take here. Like relationship is about supporting, but at the same time, people also need to have their own 
kind of like interest right and autonomy independence um i i don't want to be in a situation where i'm the one making all the decision as well because that sucks and i don't think that's right right like i think there are different people with different opinions like you know some people think in a relationship the guy should be the one that is like wearing the pants and then there are some people who who thinks that equality is important then but then there are people who say that equality is important but yet at the same time they yeah in subconsciously innately they still want somebody that can that can wear the pants as well which is kind of interesting and different preferences and for me i just wasn't interested in recreating my parents relationship where my mom was the weak one here the subservient one and my father was the chauvinistic man that rules the family so that wasn't something i wanted to recreate like this kind of power relationship right i wanted like a partner that i can rely on and all these preferences i mentioned i think i still hold on to them today i have to say over time i also began to think about other aspects of a partner right at one point in uni i preferred people who could engage on the intellectual level because i was working very hard in uni i was studying a lot and i wanted people who can like kind of like talk about intellectual stuff because that will make that makes things more interesting but generally people weren't keen on talking about intellectual stuff they just want to like study and then think about other stuff and my friends also knows about that and they say and they told me that you know i really need someone that can do that otherwise i'll be too too bored and interestingly over time and until now i've graduated i think my preference might have changed a little the definition of intellectual has become uh more nuanced to me more complicated it becomes like a list now like a priority thing there are must-haves and good-haves and at the top it was for me emotional in, intellectual like, like intelligence emotional intelligence like emo eq or something essentially the person has to be introspective and are very aware of their own emotions thoughts just awareness of themselves usually you find these people you find people who have this kind of characteristics or these traits um there are people who have gone through a lot of um hardship a lot of uh, trauma then they can they had to develop this skill to kind of help themselves cope with it right and otherwise you know it's either you lash out at other people you react in the you become the worst kind of human being or you adapt and you develop these skills to deal with it and usually you see that in such people and of course not to say other people also don't have this kind of skills but that's the case and i think being able to have deep conversations about your emotions and your thoughts and your values and your past life it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty nice and it also shows strength at the end of the day then after that you know you have your typical intellectual things like my like my friend referred to like just having an opinion of things being able to analyze comment on things on a deeper level movie social discourse whatever it is i wouldn't say i'm at the level like very smart like as smart as my ivy league friends in army am i still friends with them maybe no not really i mean just army only yeah can i talk at that level not really but just being able to comment on things have a um somewhat decent conversation would be nice and besides that the emotional maturity part having similar interests is also important i felt my interest kind of changed over time and now having graduated i had time to kind of settle into my preferences and i realized i really like to watch shows consume a lot of information youtube stories anime 
basically very nerdy stuff as well so someone with the same interest would be great if don't have also it's fine i think at the end of the day the most important part i would say is the personality values and just emotional intelligence i feel even though now you know general the general com population consume such stuff like anime or superheroes and marvel movies there's still a certain disdain uh exhibited by some people like women or even guys towards these kind of shows which is unfortunate there's a lot of things to learn from this and it helps a lot of people cope with life and learn from life how to be a better person which is kind of sad like how people just disregard it and things that is for children anyway uh, common interest is important so aside from that looks wise i i i kind of still have that certain preference that i had when i was young which is like you know it has stuck throughout life and i still prefer the korean japanese looking type um i developed a strange preference for women that can rock short hair but i think that one is just a strange one that you can't really i don't think a lot of people can carry short hair and a lot, a lot of people have short hair in singapore which is that's the case but it's not really a deal breaker and also i think this short hair thing i'm also not too sure maybe it might have been influenced by my times in poly where people are very unique uh in terms of their style and also i think poly has affected me in terms of what i prefer like how people dress like people um you know i prefer those that have a certain kind of style hipster aesthetic not not outrageous to the to the, to the extent where they wear very outlandish and stupid looking clothes but more of the adventurous kind that plays with color different style like you know your typical pinterest instagram lo-fi kind of vibe that's the best way to describe it and yeah but at the end of the day this is also very superficial that this is like at the bottom of the barrel bottom of the list of priorities i think personality is still very important i think i just need to for the person the person just looks good enough i don't get sick and i don't get how do i say it doesn't repulse me and the person is personality wise is great then i think these two factors are good enough for me and i think with that said all these superficial things really to reiterate plays a small part in this decision making because um i think it's just a constant reiteration from different sources that says yeah superficial things eventually time will you know this will fade away right with time like just reading different sources studies and everything i think the recent one was uh this podcast uh from let's lex friedman so it's basically like a mit lecturer but he become like a podcaster now that he interviews a lot of very smart people and one of the person that he interviewed was this uh, psychologist that specializes in marriage and she was the one that um uh was the was the count was the advisor in the in the whole johnny depp and amber heard uh courtroom kind of uh suing thing that happened because she was brought in to kind of analyze what's the situation and help the jury make a verdict right help the judge make a decision on who is at fault and what is going on what exactly is happening here because he say she say she's crazy he's crazy whatever not and she had a lot of interesting things to share about relationship and one of the things that I really took away was the fact that you know the reason why arranged marriage is so 
effective and the reason why uh this like like okay arranged marriage is so effective is because like usually people will look at the parents will will look at you know matching traits matching values and not just that um they've they also have had a study on like people who you know choose based on looks and also chose their partner based on uh values and everything and at the end of the day she say it's important that it's not just the looks it's it's really the values the having that person you know support you when you need it most the person must have your back because at the end of the day if you don't have that kind of stuff then your marriage will fail and they see more success in the marriage when you have all this kind of i would say non-superficial stuff and that was kind of an interesting takeaway that you know shouldn't place that much importance here right and and that's interesting and also about um novelty uh, seeking behavior i think that one was interesting to talk about whole the whole thing about cheating like people who have high uh, preference for novelty might might cheat because once they be with you for a while then they want to find something more novel what and then she said what you want to look for is someone that has a low novelty seek, uh, seeking to about medium so or like lack of novelty seeking because if you have low or no novelty seeking kind of preference then you probably is fine with staying with someone for for the rest of your life right and middle is kind of good as well because you you are the more adventurous kind you kind of spice things up but not to the extent where you're high novelty seeking then you are constantly looking for new experiences and when you're old you don't really have this kind of luxury to do that right and when you are in a family then that's going to be tough so that's where cheating might have might happen in this case so that was quite an interesting podcast really a lot of interesting information for people who are not in a relationship and for people who are in a relationship so you should definitely check it out i think you can just search for lex friedman l-e-x-f-r-i-d-m-a-n i forgot what was the psychologist name you can go ahead and search for the johnny depp amber heard psychologist then you can search the name with next treatment then the podcast should be there yeah it's a very in-depth podcast two hour plus i think up to four hours yeah so it was very useful and that's that i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast this was an interesting one um i really thought long about it and i didn't want to be judged but i thought this is worth sharing and probably you know i also wrote down notes just to be more objective and not say stupid shit i guess and really is to show some sort of introspection and yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed the week ahead consider checking out the patreon page to support the podcast and i'll see you guys next week